And welcome in. It's the Doug Russell Podcast, a short and to-the-point show today as we all get ready for the Bucks and the Heat in the NBA Finals. Last year, of course, Miami made quick work of Milwaukee in the bubble. It wasn't pretty in the second round. It raised red flags all around the NBA. The Bucks, for the second straight year, with the league's most valuable player, had the best record in the NBA, and they were supposed to make that incremental step from the Eastern Conference Finals to the NBA Finals. Instead, the Heat got hot at the right time and would wind up in the Finals, where, of course, they wound up losing to the Lakers. This week on our statewide syndicated radio show, The Crossover, the voice of the Bucks, Ted Davis and I first dissected comments made by Giannis Adetokounmpo about whether or not this year was going to be different or not. Uh, I don't know if this year is going to be different, team. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't say that. Uh, it might be the same. Who knows? It might. We'll see. The results are going to, uh, going to talk, talk on themselves at the end. Uh, but at the end of the day, is that don't get too high, don't get too low. Like last year, probably because of the bubble, you know, wasn't able to get away from basketball, like losing the game and just going to the hotel and seeing the players that just beat you. You like got too low. Uh, so there it is. And it's it wasn't a ringing endorsement like, heck, no. yes, we're going to do it. Yeah, no, not was, a ringing endorsement at all. Uh, I'll read it again. Uh, I don't know if this year is going to be different. I'm not going to lie to you. It might be the same. Who knows? The results are going to talk for themselves in the end. But at the end of the day, I don't get too high, don't get too low. I feel like last year probably was because of the bubble. I wasn't able to get away from basketball, like losing a game and just going to the hotel and seeing the players that just beat you. You got too low. And that was the now. So he's, I, you know, I think Giannis believes this team is better, but he's certainly low-keying it. So I, does that inspire confidence? Uh, not to me, but... I think he's also being realistic. The one thing that I've I've come to appreciate about Giannis is that I don't feel like he sugarcoats a whole lot. When he's not happy, he he says he's not happy. Yeah. And when he has something to say, he says it. And I if you're a Bucks fan, I think you should appreciate the honesty, but you'd also like to, I think, maybe see a little bit more confidence going into the first round of the playoffs. I mean, if this was like the NBA finals or if this was the Eastern Conference Finals or something like that, maybe a little bit more trepidation. Well, we really respect our opponent and this, that, and the other thing that they all teach you in PR world how to speak as an athlete. Yeah. But I, I guess I'll always come down on the, the side of appreciating honesty. I just wish he felt a little bit better about it. Well, we'll see tomorrow. I mean, the the Heat are going to throw a lot of things at Giannis, and he's going to have to be ready for them. And uh, I still say that some keys to this series will be Bobby Portis, Brent Forbes, Jeff Teague, P.J. Tucker, Pat Connaughton. When they get open shots, they're going to have to hit them at a high percentage. They cannot turn into Nico Miritich, if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Where yeah. he just can't hit a shot in the playoffs every, to save his life. Every great team needs role players. And, you know, when you talk about the big three, you can even go back to 2001. When you talk about the big three of, you know, Glenn Robinson, Sam Cassell, Ray Allen, they were all great. But what was the missing ingredient in Game 7 against the 76ers is probably Scott Williams. As great as those other players were, they needed their guy in the middle. Now, th- those guys that you mentioned, outside of the current big three of Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday, you need to have those guys, those role players, step up and, and do what they have done, especially the new, the relative newcomers, the, the Teagues, the P.J. Tuckers of the world, 
that they've done throughout the course of their career. I mean, that was what made George Hill so spectacular in the playoffs is that he was he ever a superstar? No, he had some superstar moments, but he was a role player who was a veteran who had played in big games, yep. who showed that he had played in big games. And that's what separates champions from also Rands. I mean, but I also go back to the fact that, you know, you go back and look at Michael Jordan as the greatest winner in the modern era of the NBA, right? Well, it took him six years to win his first championship. It did. You took LeBron James, it took him, and, and he went to finals after finals after finals after finals, uh, first with Cleveland, then with Miami, then back with Cleveland, uh, obviously defending champion with the Lakers last year. So he's won three rings with three different teams. That's awesome. It also took him seven years when he began his career to win his first NBA championship. And Giannis is in his... Seventh season, I think. Seventh or eighth, yeah. Yeah, somewhere right in there. So, eh, everybody's got to just lay off just a little bit. The voice of the Bucks, Ted Davis and me this week on the crossover. Heard on 97.3, the game in Milwaukee. Fox Sports 1070, the game in Madison. WNFL in Green Bay. Uh, also, we're on 93.9, the game in Wausau. Also heard on the game in Rylander. Also in Duluth Superior as well. Just some of the things that we were talking about. We also had the chance to catch up with Bucks pre- and post-game television broadcaster Craig Kashawn. And we asked him about those same Giannis comments. Well, I mean, I, you know, my theory on that is, um, you know, in the playoffs, especially and, and against teams that really concentrate on defense um, in the last several years, regular season or especially in the playoffs, there have been, you know, there have been some surprises and there have been some things that he's need to adjust it to. And, and if he's saying, you know, he's not quite sure what that's going to be this time around. He's just probably being honest, but maybe he's also saying, you know, I have had experiences before with this and maybe I'm going to handle this a little bit better this time, but I'm not going to give it all away. There seems to be a lot of um, cat and mouse type situations over the last couple of years where, um, you know, one team will do this and you've got to respond. And, and I think, you know, he might be in the position now and hopefully he will be that he's better prepared to respond. But why give that away now during a press conference? Craig, considering how uncompetitive the Bucks were in the second round of the playoffs a year ago, how much of a danger is there for or maybe a hangover effect this year as opposed to what happened a year ago in the bubble? I don't know. It's, it's interesting, Dougie. I, uh, I, I would like to, and I've always had this, this belief that last year was just so, um, so much of an anomaly that you can't take anything away from last year. Can you, can you even remember the Heat being in the finals last year? Barely. Um, their team has also changed. So um, I think you just have to, you know, you have to just say there are certain matchups and you hope you learn from them. And, and I think there were, you know, that was the case last year. Certainly going back to the real playoff year, the, the year before, there's obviously a lot of things this team can learn from that as well. Um, but I, I think for the most part, if you have Giannis and Chris Middleton on your team that, that have gone through all that Brooke Lopez too, uh, maybe even Dante in that, in that mix. Um, and then you had Drew holiday in and, and some of the other newbies right now that are, that will make your team better prepared. I, I think that's what you have to take out of it. That it's, it's who you have assembled right now maybe more so than especially what happened last year in the bubble. Yeah, I think you can wipe that one away. I really do. I'm like you. The bubble was so weird and just everything about it. And the Bucks were not the same team in the bubble that they were in February before the shutdown early March. So I kind of throw that one out. And here's what I think. 
Drew Holiday makes this team way better than a year ago. And I just think the Bucks are the Bucks right now are playing better at playoff time than they were last year. And the Heat are not as good this year as they were last year in the bubble. So that gives me hope that the Bucks are going to win the series. I say they're going to win in six, but what do you think? Well, um, I, I think, you know, a couple of things in addition to those, Ted, and I, I agree with a lot of the things that you said. Um, I mean, tomorrow's atmosphere, I think, is going to be as electric as we've seen in two two years. Um, I mean, you go, you go back to January and February before the pandemic is, is the last time we saw an electric crowd. And, and I'm hoping that there's going to be 9,000 in there tomorrow. And I hope they're going to be electric. And I hope we're going to get the feel of the playoffs because we should. Um, this team is so entertaining. Um, their, their offense is way better than it, than it has been. I, I agree with you. And having you know Drew Holiday in that mix is huge, especially defensively for this team. And then making the right decisions offensively, too. The only the only uh, area that I really have great concern at this point is is where the defense went in those last you know couple of weeks maybe a month um, that's the only thing that throws me off is uh, are they going to allow you know a lot of sharpshooters for the Heat to get hot outside the three point line because if you're going to give up you know twenty threes I mean it. I think any game is up for grabs. If you're allowing 23s in a single game, I think any game is then up for grabs no matter where it's played. Bucks Television pre- and post-game host Craig Kishon. Finally, we wrap things up with NBA.com Steve Ashburner. We asked him if there was a chance the Bucks didn't learn anything from last year's second-round series where the Bucks got bounced in five games. Um, I hope they don't. I mean, that would be uh, pretty feeble to uh, to play a whole season and not have uh, learned something from the team that puts you out the previous spring. I don't think Miami is all that different from that team. And the Bucks, as we've talked about, and everybody who covers that team has reported on, uh, you know, they have made adjustments. They've changed their roster some. They've changed their strategies at both ends some. And presumably um, the coaching staff is prepared to make adjustments on the fly over the course of seven games. So you put all those things together. Um, I almost think it's a good thing for the Bucks to face Miami right out of the shoot. I mean, this is a different Eastern conference. I think, I think it's deeper. Um, I don't know that there are any sort of easy first round draws. Um, so from that standpoint, you know, why, why, why wait to, to face something hard later? Just, just face it up front. Show that this is a different year, um, that you learn something, and, uh, and pay back somebody. That's great motivation to, uh, you know, to take on the heat is to say, nope, you did it to us once, but uh, not or now. Uh, Steve Ashburner has joined us. Find his work at uh, NBA.com. Uh, the reason I feel more confident this year is – simply Drew Holiday. He is such right. a, a, a a upgrade at that position in every area. What have you seen from Drew Holiday and the impact he's had on the Bucks this season? Well he's been pretty much everything um as Bill uh you know prior to them getting him once it became apparent that he was going to be um you know acquirable and that the Bucks were in the mix of teams that would want him and they 
they nailed that thing down pretty quickly. Um, he is able to defend, I don't know about five, but, but I think he can certainly defend three positions, uh, in, 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 you know, moments he can, he can do a fourth. I think his, uh, he's got a great track record for taking on the other team's best scores and staring well, making their life tougher. And there's certainly, you know, a number of options of guys that depending on how hot they get for Miami, um, Drew Holiday would be a good option to, uh, to throw on. Um, you know, if Tyler Hero has the kind of postseason that he had. Now, he hasn't had the kind of season uh, like he had the postseason in the bubble, but, um, you know, if he gets hot, um, Drew Holiday can, can cope with him. Drew Holiday can guard Jimmy Butler and I think be as effective or more effective than anybody else on Milwaukee's roster. He's been good that way, and, he, and he certainly he's able to create things. Um, he makes other teammates better. He takes some of the ball-handling duties away from Giannis. Um, you know, so that gives not just Chris Middleton, but, um, but Holiday to, uh, to initiate things. If, if the other team is, you know, dwelling a little too heavily on Giannis, um, you go away from that for a while and make them pay. Uh, so I think, yeah, Drew Holiday, I think is, is hungry. I mean, he's, he's getting along in the tooth. Um, he is committed to that, that franchise and there's no better time to start. Uh, on a championship window that, you know, isn't going to remain open forever than, uh, than now. The last two seasons, Steve, the Bucks, of course, with the best regular season record in basketball, hasn't meant anything when the playoffs rolled around, bounced in the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago, second round last season. So if you're one of the top three or four teams in either conference, how important is that last record that you get how important is the yeah, regular yeah, I, season i lost your question there after a while it started to fade down in volume oh i'm sorry uh how important I'll, I'll ask it this way how important if you're one of the top three or four teams in either conference how important is the regular season in your opinion yeah i mean i think that that's the priority and i also think that this would have been a very difficult season to go through if um it was simply about winning the most games and getting the number one seed people seen that they'd seen that movie and they know how that movie ended. And so that would not have been, I don't think that would have been convincing in, in any way. I think confidence both for the Bucks and their team and their fans uh, is higher now because they did make adjustments. Um, you, you play the same hand again and it'd be like, okay, well, what's going to change? I mean, you hope you get a different draw, maybe. Um, you hope that the other team gets in foul trouble or, or Giannis or somebody else, you know, has unworldly games. But, no, you need to be able to, to go to things you can rely on. That, to me, is one of the questions, though, for the changes the Bucks have installed, is will they stick, stick with those things, you know, if they, if they hit some bumps early in a series? I mean, if they lose the first game of a series or the second game of a series, you know, will, will the tendency be to resort to what you know, we're more comfortable with? We all sort of do those things. Like, well, I'm going back to my pattern. I know that works, you know. So, We'll see just how lasting the uh, the changes are. I would think that over the course of an entire regular season, even if it's 72 games, um, you, you build up enough confidence and you know that you have to do it differently than you've done it. Um, but, no, I, I think they needed just mentally to have a different approach to the season and, and to be able to change things up in terms of strategies. Um, that's the best of both worlds. 
NBA.com writer Steve Ashburner on the crossover with Ted Davis and me on our statewide syndicated network anchored by 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee. Taking a look at the series, Game 1, of course, we've all been looking forward to it for, well, I guess about a week now. Uh, that is, as I tape this today, Saturday, May 22nd, uh, at 1 o'clock Wisconsin time. You can watch it on ESPN. Game 2 is set for Monday, also at Pfizer Forum, a 6.30 tip-off. You can watch that. That game on TNT. Game three will be Thursday, May 27th. That will be at Miami, 6.30 tip-off on TNT. Game four, uh, Saturday, May 29th, also at Miami. That will be a 12.30 tip-off. You can watch that on TNT as well. So those are the games that we know are set. Then there are the, if necessary, games, game, uh, games five, six, and seven. If necessary, Game 5 will be Tuesday, June 1st at Milwaukee. Game 6 will be Thursday, June 3rd. That will be back in Miami. And then Game 7, if necessary, Saturday, June 5th at Pfizer Forum. All of those uh, times, if they are uh, necessary, they have not yet been determined. Also, the network that they will be on, not determined as well. That'll do it for today's show. Enjoy the series. Always, you can feel free to hit us up on our socials. You can find me on Twitter, at Doug Russell Pod. You can find me. That's the show's Twitter page. You can find me on Twitter, just very simply, at Doug Russell. Uh, you can find uh, our website for everything that we do, including our Facebook page, including our Twitter page, Instagram. You name it, it's there. All of our shows for free download. Very simply, www.dougrussellpod.com. Again, www.dougrussellpod.com That's it for today's show. Enjoy the series and go Bucks. We'll see you next time right here on the Doug Russell Podcast. <laughs>